Uh, maybe if so, if I just leave this on the table. Yeah, I think you should. It'll get used again. Don't worry about putting anything underneath it. Oh, it's I was just checking to see if it was cold enough to leave a ring. All right, try and make this quick, but I think it'll be fun. Okay. Okay. This is Joe's birthday questions, 2023. I'm excited. Cheers. Happy to be here, guys. Nice cheers. Joe, you're born in '94. <laughs> Correct. The Friends sitcom premiered on NBC in '94. Can you name all six Friends? Oh God. Just eating up. Uh, Just a little, little back and forth. I've never watched Friends, but it's Joey. Yeah. Right? Rachel. Of course, you get Joey. Rachel. Phoebe. Is that is that a person yeah. in Friends? Okay. I don't know, dude. I don't know any. I don't know. I don't know the other people. Who are they? the clean freak? You got the sarcastic one. You got the one who's gone through divorces. Chandler. Yes. There's no way. No the other ones. There's no way. I don't know. Who are the other ones? Would it help if I give you the actors and actresses? <laughs> no. I literally have. I literally have never watched it. Okay. I'm glad I asked this question because I was like, it seems so basic to me, but I'm just like, I have I no idea. Joe's not a friend. Literally, boy. never, never seen a single episode from being that. Um, you're missing Monica and Ross. Oh, okay. Ross would have been the one I could have gotten, I think. Okay, yeah. He would have been the one. The uh, Monica? Okay, I wouldn't have gotten that. Sorry, Monica. Also, we're, we're still on 1994. What hit song was unwittingly written about deodorant? And the clue is that the lead singer of the band died the year you were born. Oh, my God. Name of the song is very obvious as to, like, stinky deodorant. This is why I'm the, the, our anchor in trivia. Oh, my God. I know, like, once you hear it, you're going to be like, fuck. But not knowing it, think of, like, think of fucking artists. It, it's that not. Died. Oh, God. Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Please. No, no, I love this. No, please. I'm peanut gallery. Is it a, uh, a younger death? I mean, what's what artist doesn't die young? Well, that's right. Um, I was thinking, wow. really, I don't know what you're thinking. That was deep. I don't know. All right, tell me. Who? I'm dumb. Again, I, I've, I had a Kurt Cobain t-shirt now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Teen Spirit was a hit song and would written about huh? deodorant. But yeah, he did die the year you were born. So. Well, RIP, RIP. Lose a good one, gain a good one. <laughs> I didn't know he died that early. I thought he didn't die until like 2000 or something. Nirvana was like. There are two answers to this question. Who was the Bears QB the year you were born? Of course there's two. So answers. one or the other. Like, yeah, no shit. That was the most two. like fucking Chicago Bears question ever. Are there 16 games per season? At that time, there was. Mm-hmm. Okay, then yeah. There's two QBs that pay- played. One played 11 games, the other played five. So classic. God, I don't even know who's in the early 90s. I've never heard of these people before in my life. No, and knowing that they played for the Bears, you're not going to know them. They're going to be no. the most forgettable. Fuck. I don't even know. Who would it even be? Yeah, Grossman did, but he was like 05, 06, 07. I mean, before that, it, there was like... No, I don't know if Todd Collins was... Todd Collins was after... God, it was like, like Jason Campbell played for the... Bears like the early early 2000s I don't know 10 years early I have no idea yeah, I know. Steve Walsh and Eric Kramer my I dad my dad would I be like dude Eric Kramer like <laughs> 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 totally be all over it dude <clears throat> who won the Super Bowl the year you were born also Fuck. fun fact it was in January do you know also what year 
been most of the February. And why? No. I want to take a guess. I want to try to think of something. For I felt so... But I thought my brain was massive Googling 1994. <laughs> like, fun fact. I don't think it was the Cowboys. Cowboys haven't won shit for me. Well, I guess fuck, I yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you were gonna awesome. say, fuck. was it? Was it the Cowboys? Cowboys beat the. Oh God, are the Broncos in the other? No. No Broncos in the other season. Are they? <sighs> Who? Bills, thirty to thirteen. An ass whooping. Yeah. Um. But fun fact, it was in January, the year you were born. Um. Super Bowl used to be in January until two thousand three, but it's pushed back. Because of 9-11, and it just hasn't gone back. Really? Yeah. Huh. What an interesting fact about the Super Bowl. Interesting, right? Yeah. I guess that makes sense. That's so interesting. I heard, and they said I'm part of my take, that in like 2027, Super Bowl Sunday is going to be Valentine's Day. Yeah. That will be the reckoning oh of relationships. God, people will get divorced. It will be <laughs> madness. And I, and I ever since I said that, I'm like, I I'm fuck, gonna I'm going to have to deal with that. <laughs> Like, I'm gonna have to navigate that bridge in a couple of years. Damn. Time. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, at least you know it's coming. Yeah. I... A couple of random facts. Okay. If the same person saved a half dollar every day starting at the age of five in 1994, then by now that person has accumulated what today? A half dollar every day. Half dollar every day. It's so much less than I thought. So it's three sixty. It's gonna be like divided by two. See, it's gonna be like one hundred eighty bucks a year ish. Yeah, it's nothing. When you're five and ninety four. It makes so me want to not worry about saving. Twenty four <laughs> now. Twenty four times one hundred eighty. Twenty nine. Yeah, she said if you started saving at five. Oh, if you started saving at five. Oh, wait, wait. are you five and ninety four? You start saving at age five. When you were born. I thought you said if you started saving a half dollar every year from the day you were born. Um, no, if that same person saved a half dollar every day starting at the age of five. Oh, okay. So yeah, 24 years. So 24 years. 180. I'm really hoping I did the math right here. Yeah, $180. Well, yeah, I'm 80, 200, 200. It's going to be like $4,000. Yeah. For $4,583.50 yeah. today. Well, that's fucking hog birthday. shit. <laughs> that's no, that's no money. That's no money. Really no money. Oh, yeah. Um, do you know what is your zodiac sign? Aquarius. That is correct. Um, generally, the most compatible signs for Aquarius friendships and romantic relationships are fellow air signs. Apparently, you're an air sign. Wow. Aquarius, Libra, and Gemini. Do you know what, do you know what Kaylee is? No, I have no idea. Um, as they speak the same intellectual language. And fire signs. Leo, Sagittarius, Yo. and eight Aries. No, I would do you tomorrow. <laughs> um, but what is Kaylee? She's like the January 16th. Oh, God, this is on fucking tape. I hope I got that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm so good. I'm such a good boyfriend. Yes! January 16th. Let's go. Heard that right. So she is. <laughs> she is an Aquarius. But. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. It's beautiful. All three of us. Apparently, according to yeah, signs, you? I'm an. Are you shitting me? Oh, no. I know you're a Leo. I don't know my you don't, signs. You're a Leo. I know that because. But you don't. I don't know what the days of the month. I don't know what month. I just know you're a Leo. I don't know the days of the month of anyone's sign. I didn't know what Joe was. I don't believe I've ever heard you say your sign. I've talked about it all the time. You're a piece of shit. I'm not even going to guess because I don't. I'm an Aries. That's such a Leo thing to say, child. To not know. This section is called Looking Back. What advice would you give your 19-year-old self? 19. Um, Oh, enjoy where you're at. Way more. 
ISU. I was when I first went there. I was like not excited to go there. You feel like you didn't appreciate college for three quarters of it as much as I should have. That's what I would say. I'd be like, you're actually having a lot of fun. Like, remember that you're having a lot of fun. Yeah. But you should have realized that he was not an ADM guy until he was. That's interesting to know. I didn't know that. Yeah. If you had to divide your 20s into four eras, what would the eras be called? I should probably just do it by girlfriend. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Not wrong. (laughs) Who were you dating when you were 20 years old? I don't know if I was dating anyone in because I went a couple of years. I dated girl Sierra. I don't know if you guys ever met Sierra. I don't think so. I mean, I've heard the name. Katie McCormack was in my twenties. Holly, Sherry, Sherry's in my twenties. So it was Sherry, Katie, Holly, Katie, Holly. Are you dedicated to naming the arrows after your? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying that's what it should be. Kind of a fun way to go. Yeah. Um, Four arrows might be too much since you are only. I'm 29 now. Yeah. The first one was like the first. The first era was like the drunken era, because it was just like junior senior year of college. Totally. Finishing that, so through like twenty four, early twenties is just like the drunken years. Twenty five, twenty six is like the figuring your shit out years. Twenty seven is like the like twenty seven, twenty eight. Like I feel like the establishment years, where you're like definitely confident in what you're doing, and like twenty eight, twenty nine, and I imagine. <clears throat> like the rest of this year is very much like the professional life, like mm-hmm. like professional, like that next. I mean, don't phase. take yourself too seriously. That's what it would be. But if that's how I had to divvy out, yeah, in four, that's what I would do because that's what it, I feel like it has been. I still get drunk all the time. I'm just not a professional. Right. <laughs> no, I feel like you're like responsible. Like right. With this is the night that I can get trapped, and yeah, the night exactly. That I'm going to work. Exactly. What were some of your favorite shows as a kid? Love Cat Dog. Fuck me up with cat dog <laughs> cat Man. dog was an awesome that was an awesome show i loved angry beavers as a kid uh angry beavers was nickelodeon okay so i guess the the question is were you a nickelodeon kid or a, a cartoon oh, network cool. kid or a disney kid well we all know what tyler was disney child disney adult i think i was cartoon network and then <clears> the more i grew up the more i was nickelodeon what was cat dog on? nickelodeon without a doubt right. cartoon network cartoon was network. like was like Dexter's Lab. Wow. Out of all the shows, we both say Dexter's Lab. Wow. And it's the It literally is. It's fantastic, dude. Was Ed, Ed and Eddie, I think. Oh, was yeah. Cartoon Cartoon Network. Network. I love that fucking show. Ed, Ed and Eddie. Johnny Bravo. Oh, my God, dude. A lot of our films on there. What was your favorite Pokemon? Squirtle. I never watched Pokemon. Do you have a Game Boy growing up? Do you have a, a Pocket, a Color, or a DS, or all three? I had a... I started with a Game Boy Advance. Wow. Then I got the Game Boy Advance SP. Then I had a DS. And then, I went to a comic book store and I bought an original Game Boy. I had a Pocket, a Game Boy Pocket. It was in the black and white. Yeah. And that shit went hard. Awesome. Dude. It went hard. Like I would I just go to Abby or I used to throw it in like my cargo pants or like my car i used to wear i used to wear carpenter's jeans mm-hmm. as a kid so i'd throw it in like a pocket i'd throw my game boy pocket in the pocket of my carpenter's jeans then i remember when i upgraded to a game boy color because it was like the coolest thing ever and you could link game boy colors together and that was the first like like yeah. pvp like person versus like person versus person game i ever experienced it was literally through like essentially now like a usb cord you just attached your 
Game Boys too, and you played against each other. You could like duel each other in Pokemon. Interesting. It was it was like cutting edge. It was so I had like one friend who had one. It was awesome. What was like the first video game you played as a kid? Oh well, I guess to find like we had a a Super Nintendo. Yeah. As a kid, but my buddy had a Sega Genesis. He was the first person I ever knew with it. And we played uh, was it Vector Man. Vector Man, I, I think it was. Dude, Sega Genesis went crazy. That's like OG. Like that, they had a Sonic the Hedgehog game that was awesome. Uh, Super Nintendo had Mad 98. And that was fun. Um, Mike Tyson Punch Out. We had like the really <laughs> classics, bro. Yeah. And then. When I was a kid, we got this, we got this like, uh, it was like a little old joystick game, right? And it had like Pac-Man and Frogger and like all this shit. And you could like plug it in and pick what games you would play. And it had like the two auxiliary cords, like, you know, like the yellow one, the white one and the red one that you had yeah. to plug into your TV to get anything done. <laughs> but like, dude, it was, that stuff was the best. Yeah. Probably those. It was probably Pikachu. Like, I, it's hard not. It probably was like Bulbasaur was awesome. I'm a big Bulbasaur guy. <laughs> you know what? My favorite Charizard. Pokemon. My favorite Pokemon is Charizard because it was the it was the red one. That was the first. Oh, you had red? Probably one red. Yes, I had Pokemon Red. Now thinking about it, without a doubt, was my favorite Pokemon. That one. I had a Nintendo sixty four. That was the best gaming system I ever had. I think. Period. Nintendo sixty four. Nintendo sixty four. I played. What a guy. Mario. Like Super Mario 64? Super Mario Like the 64. open world. That was the first ever open world game I probably played. And you played. like jump through paintings? Yes. Yeah. That's how you turn the levels. me up. It was the game. coolest game. It was It was truly an open It was an open world game. It was the first I that I had ever played. I would pay so much money to do that game again. I've been talking to my brother about trying to do it. Wow. I did just like core memories I'm unlocking right now. Yeah. yeah I have like such core memories I feel like playing the game. It's yeah. such a fun one. Was there like a Happy Meal McDonald's toy that stood out to you when you were a kid? What stands out to me as a kid with McDonald's is the play pens. Oh, I just remember it, and I just remember grease. You know what I mean? Everything you're, you slid. slid, you slid everywhere. You're in but the I little tubes. Loved it. Oh, I, was, I, I would lick the walls. It was <laughs> beautiful. Like, full. You go in that ball pit, dude. You were never more free than when you were in a ball pit. And like, as you got, at least for me, it was like as we got older, like still trying to go in there without anyone like saying you can't like get out of the ball pit. Did you go to the? You guys gave like the malls, kids? Was that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Which I just found out last weekend from Kaylee that Eastland Mall now, you can't go without a parent, guardian, unless you're old enough because they were tired of junior high kids hanging out at the mall. That's, That's good. Interesting. Well, what was your favorite activity to do as a kid? Specifically, like, if I'm setting it up as to, like, what I'm thinking is it's a summer day. Your parents are at work. You don't have baseball practice. You don't have any obligations. What is your day? There was so much outside. Grade school... We didn't have the addition on our house. So my house stopped at the kitchen. So that whole room, Living room? and the basement was never. Wow. Until I was probably in like seventh grade or something, eighth grade or something like that. We never had that. There used to be a big deck that we had out on the back with like this huge tree that was in the back. Anyway, so it's a lot of outside time. We would always go down like every day. Well, Andy lived in my neighborhood. He lived like a five minute bike right away and it was some combination of us all hanging out every single day whether we were like andy had a pool nice so like we'd go to andy's pool hang out there we'd play you know like a water like retention ponds and jake had a big field next to his house we'd play like football and then baseball in the cul-de-sac and then like it was just outside it was just playing outside like 
fucking all day. We had like this bike thing where every, you know, everyone had their own bikes and like you would stick like the, like the cans in the spokes and stuff like that. Oh yeah. So we had like little like biker gangs that we would like go around the neighborhood in and like you practice like skid marks, like yeah. stuff like that, like burnout kind of on your bike. Probably that. There's a lot of that. That sounds like. It was lit. That's something that I hope like our kids. It was lit, dude. That freedom was lit. We'll still want it. It was very much like the you go and you just come home for dinner and then you like leave again. You're like out. Ooh, my not um not Peter friendly. We used to at <gasps> night. Lightning bugs, baseball bats. Oh. Just hitting dingers. <laughs> we were just yeah. absolute dingers because there was millions. Dude, there were, not millions. There was like thousands of them. Dude. You go out in the fields, yeah. you can swing for hours. Yeah, it was lit. Feel like your bat, your bat would like have like little light up streaks on it. it was <laughs> maybe it was psychotic? We did it. Fucking boys, random. But like, I'm always admiring people that when you're talking about what you've done, like within three seconds, if I ask you this question, can you recall the year it happened in your life? I know if I'm an idiot. When you went to the Bears game in London. One. Yeah, that was 2020, 2020, I think. 2019. I think it was 2020. Pre-COVID. 2019. 2019. It's been four years, I think, since I've been abroad. Oh, I guess I'll verify it. But if I'm wrong now, then I'm a dumbass. Older people telling stories about their lives. And he's like, ah, oh, back in you know 1991, I went to <laughs> Japan and I did this. And I'm like, yeah. how can you fucking recall that year? I can't recall the year I fucking graduated. <laughs> Next part is called fake ass. Fake know. ass? I, I might have been drinking when I wrote this. Fake ass. This can be like lies I've told. No. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What What is a lie that you've told this I have no idea. year? <laughs> I tried. I I I feel like I make a serious effort to never. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't have an answer for that question. If you could live in someone else's shoes that we know, who would it be? Zach. I figured that might be Zach. The case. Yeah. Just to see what that life is like. To go somewhere and like, be in Korea. Like, I don't know, to be like a star. Yeah. I don't know, like, it's fucking cool. You know, people like cheer your name and have like fight songs about you. Like, when you walk into a restaurant, people know who you are because you are of some importance to the city that you're in. You in like a cultural, social, like social cultural way. I think that's pretty cool. So I think that. What three celebrities would you want to have a drink with and why? It's fake ass because it wouldn't happen. What determines a celebrity? Like, Hollywood celebrity or like Barack Obama? No, Barack Obama is hundred percent included. Then I would, I think he can impose a lot of wisdom. I think that would be a really insightful beer. What do you think he'd drink? I like think a Chicago he, handshake? Do you think he'd be like a whiskey boy? I think, think he's either a real nice whiskey, a meat red guy, wine, or he just orders a draft beer with you. you a have few a different drinks, and you're just like, oh, yeah. drink reflecting who I'm trying to. Yeah, you're like, I have a vodka drink, I have a tequila drink, yeah, I have a whiskey, have drink, a whiskey drink. So you have like all your like different yeah. types. You have your colors of alcohol done. There's something about watching people work like that, or like people have that ability. That's really cool. that would probably be the first one. I have how many? Two more. We Gosh. cap it at three, including you. Then you just got two celebrities. Two or three celebrities. Is it the same time? Yeah. Oh. So like this also is at think the same the table of them. Oh. Don't want to. I thought this was in. three individual beers. No. Okay. Uh, Obama again, this guys. Like water. Round table He's like water. Of okay. cocktails and you and three celebrities at the same time. Like, who would be fun to have a beer with? Someone funny. You like, gotta have a yeah, funny have person. Humor. I'm like on the- Jonah Hill, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen is Seth what Rogen was on the forefront like, of my uh, mind. 
Yeah, part of me thinks, so I, I literally was going to do Obama, and then I was going to have comedian and athlete. Okay, so you said athlete as well? Yeah. See, I just don't know. But the problem is, again, it's like, I feel like as a... I think LeBron James would be great. I was great. LeBron James myself. LeBron James isn't like my favorite athlete or basketball player, but I right. think LeBron James personality-wise... He also, like, I would also be curious to pick his brain because I feel like he's constantly picked on by sports media. Yeah. LeBron, like, if you look at objectively... He's a great guy. He's a fantastic person. Great guy. Fuck Arguably, the table. I mean, he's one of, if not arguably, the greatest basketball player of all time. Right. I would love to pick his brain on, like, what is it like to live in the shadow of Michael Jordan and be constantly, like, belittled is not the right word. Like, it's not the word. I would compared pay money to, for you to, to ask LeBron James what's it like <coughs> to be in the shadow of Michael Jordan. Yeah, well, low key, yeah. I would pay money yeah, to yeah. see. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a ballsy thing to just say off the top. I'd be like, what does it feel like to be like the only man in history or the only man since Michael Jordan to meet or eclipse Michael Jordan? So when I was in Ohio a couple weeks ago, I was in Akron, and I asked the rep. So I have to ask like. Is LeBron actually here? Like, does he actually do stuff in Akron? She was like, I love him. She goes, people of Akron love him. She's like, Akron is sort of its own little place within Ohio that still loves LeBron because he has built schools here. Like, he's still really active in the community in Akron. Like, he does a bunch of stuff, which I was like, that's what I wanted to hear about LeBron. Yeah. Like, I wanted to hear that he was still there. Yeah, she's like, Akron definitely loves LeBron still. See, the second person I feel like is... I don't know if he's going to fit at the table. Who is he? Big Cat. Let's go, yeah. I think he would be awesome. <laughs> he could because, be great. Like, Him I and feel like... Him and Barack Obama. I, like, I feel like he'd be great. And and even if it's... Even if, like, he's... I mean, in, in the sports realm, also, I feel like he'd be... That's why Obama's so fucking good, because he can talk sports with anyone. So, like, if the conversation le- leads us up to sports... And that's what it is. And Big Cat's going to do it because he's hilarious and he can very clearly carry conversations. And I think he's hilarious. So he would, he's like a two-in-one. Like he's, like, he's, like, he's comedy. Um, but also kind of that sports edge. So like, I feel like I could go off and do a more traditional celebrity because he's going to have yeah, a lot of the sports focus. references and, if anything, stories of yeah. athletes, which and that, like that. that dinner would need a lot of storytelling, I assume, to keep the mood light. So all right, I'll keep... Barack Obama, Big Cat, and third person is, see, now I'm leaning more like celebrity. I'm going to stew. I'm going to stew and continue to think. There's a lot of good answers, I feel like. New section. It's called Current Beef. What's okay. something you're struggling with right now? Uh, you got to go deep? We can go deep? Um, whatever you want. Probably, like, this is a good question. I don't know. I, we can also circle back to this after the next few beef questions. I'm going to keep thinking about this, too. God, that's two in a row now that I haven't totally answered. Um, What's something you never get to brag about, but you get, like, the next two minutes to brag about it? Oh, shit, dude. I don't know. I try... I don't know. I feel like I try not... What's something that you're like, fuck, I'm good at this, or I'm proud of this, or whatever? Um, I'm fucking jacked. <laughs> and I talk about it all... I talk about it all the time. I know I, I, I'm too... I'm fucking jacked about building up all these like travel benefits that I'm gonna have. Yeah. I feel like I'm setting the rest of my life up for like a fucking crazy travel life experience, which is everything I've wanted is yeah. the ability to travel and go places. And with how much I'm moving around for work, it is a very, very attainable reality that I have. Yeah. That I'm like, 
fucking stoked about and I'm fucking jacked about it, dude. I think about it all the time. What is a pet peeve of yours that people actively do? When I say actively... There's more wine in the fridge, Chef. You should probably grab that bottle. It's been there for a bit. A pet peeve I have? But, like, people actively do. So I'm trying to, like... Like, some people don't like when you don't push chairs in. But that's something that someone leaves behind. But I'm saying, like, someone is in front of you. And you're, like, pet peeve right now. Literally makes me rationally angry. Yeah. Um... Oh, dude. People who don't know how to move through security in the airport. Oh, okay. Oh, fuck me. That's a good one. Oh, fuck me, dude. It's like any sort of disorganization in an airport setting is like waterboard me. <laughs> Literally fucking waterboard me instead of putting me through this. Hmm? You're always behind them. Every time. Every fucking time. That just pisses me off. Fuck. Yeah, that's it. And it's ridiculous on my end to assume that everyone is like, everyone knows how to travel well. But I'm just like, dude, it's 2023. Like, if... Have your yeah. fucking ID out. Have your boarding pass out. Like, MTSA person who never stopped. They, they said the same three sentences for 12 hours, 40 hours a week. Yeah. Oh, dude. Do you ever recline your seat? In- Not unless the people behind me are pissing me off. I did last I did last week for the first time. Right. I just was like, I don't give a fuck. I don't need it. I wanted it. It was mine to claim. It's <laughs> so literally an it. inch. I know. <laughs> I, took, I took that five degrees for everything it was worth. Oh, <laughs> was like, man. And you know what the fucking crazy thing is? I was leaning forward reading a book. <laughs> I wasn't even using them for crying. I just put it back there like a piece of shit because I was pissed. And then leaned forward for an hour and a half. The only reason I would recline in my seat is to insult the people behind me. Not for my comfort. Are you, are you, does it matter? Are you aisle or window or middle? Uh, fuck. It depends what sort of airplane I'm on. I like aisle or it was window. Was it to book a t- ticket on United and you have to pick your seat? What do you pick? Is it two people or three? three? Assume three. I just think window, because I've been on enough planes where I've been in aisle because I don't want to throw up. And so I get a bunch of aisle seats uh-huh. to like be able to get to the bathroom. But now that I've been enough of those that I see everyone has the fucking windows closed and I get dizzy just not knowing where I'm at. Can you imagine trying oh. to land and not knowing where you're at or how close you are to the ground? And then all of a sudden you fucking touch ground and you yeah. don't see yeah. outside. <laughs> no. Yeah. I need to be in a window. Okay, so you control where you are. Yeah, I need to. That's fair, dude. That happened to me. Where we, I didn't know we were like about to land, and we landed. And I was like, it jolted me because I was like, holy fuck, I didn't realize that. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, that's so funny you say that. So now that I've been on like a couple of those flights where I've been <clears> on <throat> aisle where people have, the more I've flown recently, people keep the windows closed the entire time, and I'm like, what are you guys doing? So why do on all my United flights they always ask the people why? I asked my dad. He said for to open it during takeoff and landing. Yes. Because <clears throat> in case of an emergency, flight attendants will be able to see out the windows and see if any wings are damaged on fire or oh. Ideally, you would have Yeah. So you see everything. That's so because I feel like that's new. I think like that wasn't always a thing. I agree. I recently asked they my dad just, about dude, this. They just, I feel like in the last, yeah, I feel like I've just started noticing it. And it was never something. How do you feel about night masks? This is totally off. Eye masks? Everything. I'm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I travel. Like I just sleeping used masks. One the last two nights. I have one that I use, but I try not do to. Do you use like? It all the time. Like, do you like them? I'm thinking about getting because I just don't want to break out. Does that happen? Yeah. What are the price range of these things? Oh, cheap. Yeah, you can get one that's really nice for like probably twelve bucks. 
Really? The one that I have, my sister got me. Fuck, I thought it was going to be like 60 or 70 bucks, which I was fine with. I say they're worth it. Get like a cheap one, and if you like it enough and you want something more high quality, then get a big, like nicer one, but reason, they're worth it. Reason is, like when I was in San Antonio, my blinds didn't close all the way. And like when I'm here, my blinds close like all like it, it's right. dark in my mother. It's dark in my room. But when I'm in hotels, it's never. And I found out. I've, I found out about myself. I'm very. I feel like light sensitive. Where like I had to get up and move my bag in front of the door because the undercard of the door was too big. Where there was light coming from underneath the door. Wow. Where it would be like I was like, oh my god. Like I'm finding out things about myself yeah. and how I sleep and like what I need to sleep. So I've been thinking about eye masks. And I was wondering if either of you no, have and or use them. We both have them, and I think you should get one. For travel and eye mask is essential. For that exact, for that, as someone travels a lot, that is... Um, who is someone that Dude, you don't sick. care for anymore that you didn't think you would? And this could be someone personal. This could be someone we don't know. This could be a celebrity. Someone that you were just like, ah, this person is great. And now you're just like, can't believe I fucking cared. Fucking Kanye West. Ooh, good one. Kanye fucking West. Sucks. I skip his music. Kanye West clearly fucking disappointed, let down uh, with what what he's done. I never thought. I don't know. He was just one of like he was like a cornerstone of like my music taste. Yeah, probably. Like I loved it. I've always listened to his music. It was like on every mix I had. There was at least one Kanye song. Yeah. But now I skip his music because I'm like, well, you're a piece of shit. So. Probably that. So there's a, I, I, I want, this is going to sound, oh God, this is recorded. I want a woman at this table. I would love you to say a woman. I was going to ask if you didn't and pick one, I, why not? And I am trying to figure out who I want. And for like, for some reason, Miley Cyrus is coming up in my head because I feel like she'd be a great fucking time at a dinner time. At a, a dinner, fantastic at a dinner option. party. But again, it's a thing of the cohesion of the three people. I don't know if it's there. there. I don't think it's 100% I, there because Miley Cyrus seems a little bit comedic. Yeah, like everyone can make jokes. I, I don't know. I, if you look at she'd her. get along with Barack Obama for sure if she hasn't met him already. I don't know. I, like that, that's, what I, like, that's the first person that comes to my mind because I, I, want, I want my last choice to be a woman. Go with it. That's what I'm going to say for now, Miley, and then I'll figure it out later. Right. If if I change it, which I don't know if I will. Struggling with probably like ultimate confidence in what I'm doing. I know in my head, I feel like I know what I'm doing. Every time I walk in front of people and I'm presenting and they're asking me questions, I feel like I know it. Mm -hmm. But I still have a lot of nights and whatever where I second guess and I think about holes in what I've said. And if someone picks apart a hole in something I said, that that could be not good and it, you know, makes me look like I don't know what I'm doing. Probably that final sense of of confidence in, in you know what you're doing. I think that's probably what I'm struggling with right now. Good answer. All right. Next section is called This is 29. Almost 30, dude. It's a scary, not scary. Should have had almost 30, dude, be the topic of. <sighs> it's uh, kind of weird. Yeah. I feel like even though it's just a number, I mean, numbers are significant. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It's like it's exciting though at the same time. So I feel like twenty nine is kind of where I want to like hit my stride. Mm -hmm. Like really have a lot of things in my life come together. Yeah. And continue to come together the way they have. Um, okay. This is twenty nine. Okay. What's something that's going really well right now? My life. <laughs> I feel like my life is I going really well right too. now. Yeah. I feel like my life is going really well. 
for the first time in a while, I feel very confident. As I just say, the lack of cap, but like, I feel, oh, yeah, I, I feel like all, all the decisions I've made in the last three years, four years, are finally paying off. I yeah. feel like I ate a lot of shit for a lot of years, and finally feel like I am on the upswing, and like a lot of shit is working. So I'm just not questioning it at all. Yeah, riding it, man, riding the wave. I feel like all around things seem to be going super well for like a lot of our friends. And it is something to think about where like people are so afraid of turning late 20s, early 30s. People are so terrified of doing. But I think this is like the fun part of life. this to me is like when. Yeah, there, there, I guess there's different parts of fun in life. But even thinking of our parents who's like oh, had sure. kids, raised kids and like now they're just enjoying us learning yeah. when the stride is and yeah. think they're still adults. doing their strides. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of it's so many life changes. Yeah, for sure. All happening at once, but I don't know. It's a very it's a very fulfilling time. I think your early twenties, like you're kind of all in it together. Like everyone's fucking poor. <laughs> like everyone, like you all have you. Everyone makes no money, but you're trying to like have as much fun as you can. Especially in Chicago, like mm-hmm. you guys living in Schaumburg and everyone just trying to make it, however you can, wherever you can. What is a book that you've read that you will always recommend? You know what book I recommend fucking all the time is The Outsider. Yeah, which I, I, I should change out what books are up there. But I don't know. I have a bunch. Well, you got two more to add. I do. Well, I have a I have an entire container full in my closet. I should know which ones, and I'm going to swap them out. But I don't know. I, I feel like The Outsider was one of the first books that I, like, really immersed myself in. And I had like visions of who everyone was and like what the monster was and like what it looked like. And I hadn't had that in a long time. So even though it's like gruesome in the beginning a little bit, I mean, because it's because of the way it's written, it's a little more graphic. But I feel like the story in it is so compelling and so it grasps so much of your attention. I will always recommend that book. I thought it was fucking awesome. I've loved it. Is there anything you can tell me about you that I have yet to learn? Anything that I can tell you about me? That I don't know. Like, I'm sure there's something. But I'm sure there's a million things. But it's hard to pin down. Which we can also skip over if you want to think about it. I need to think because I'm not sure. Well, you're thinking, can we go back to the question? Because I heard it yeah. in, in the job, but then I came out after the question was over. What do you want to write about? Because Joe, Joe is a very humble person. He never breaks. I'm very curious. It's not true. Um, it's very true, Joe. I've never heard you boast about it. That's not true. I, um, I feel like I talk about it all the time. I'm jacked about how much I feel like my travel life is going to change, like forever. Mm. Um, I think about it all the time. I got lunch with Tyler a couple weeks ago, and you know, Tyler's like his dad. Like he's a hound for shit like that. Oh, yeah. He's like points fiend mm-hmm. you know what i mean but i'm the same way because like i don't know it's, it's so it's never something i thought i'd ever have in my life so all the time like i talk to kaylee about it i like talk her ear off i'm like i can't wait i look up vacations for us like all the time i'm like okay like we could go to mexico for a couple of days you know inclusive and like do something like that i've never done that stuff before like in my yeah. life so that like the benefits i reap from traveling as like a regular business person i'd fucking love and i cannot wait till i stay in suites everywhere and i fly first class everywhere because of how much i travel for it 
That's what I'm fucking juiced about. So. Uh, five favorite movies right now. All time? Mm-hmm. Inception. Good Saving one. Private Ryan. Good How one. the Grinch Stole Christmas, the, Jerry, the Jim Carrey version. Love that you love the Jim Carrey version. The Jim Carrey oh, version of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Jim Carrey was amazing, but nothing ah. touches the original. No, it, the Jim I Carrey stomps over the original. Forever. Yeah, it's okay to have bad taste. I will say... So that's three. Saving Private Ryan. Ryan. Inception. Inception, Grinch Still Christmas. How the Grinch Still Christmas with Jim Carrey. See, like I haven't seen this movie in forever, and I and these last two default into my top five. That's fine. Because they're established. I feel like I have a default top five that will not change unless some extravagant movie comes out. Okay. So knowing that, Miracle. Is the hockey one? The hockey one. Okay. Uh, the Dark Knight okay. is number four. Dark Knight, frankly, is probably like number one. That's maybe my favorite movie ever. Ah, it'd be number, it'd be number two. Inception's my favorite movie ever. Number two, Dark Knight, the Heath Led, like Heath Ledger, just a remarkable film. I truly, I loved it. I thought it was so good beginning to end. Since we're on the movies and shows, um, what are some movies or shows that you quote? And what are the quotes? Or do you quote movies and shows? Tyler and I quote Lost to each other occasionally. There's a guy on the show, Desmond Hume, who's like this quotable character. Very good accent, so we quote him all the time. I feel like a talent I have is pulling random quotes from old things. I don't know if there's one. I don't know. I feel like that's a that's a weird talent I have. Is I think I have a great re- like recollection. Yeah, it's a recollection. I think you and Tyler reference things all the time. Yeah. I don't know if they're necessarily movies or shows all the time. Yeah. But either way, you're like quick wit. I feel like something that I've like been so happy to experience you and Tyler in college. Yeah. And now I feel like I do it when I'm not around you guys, and people are so impressed with my like. I just got it from you guys. <laughs> no, I don't know. I just I feel like that's always what it was. Like everyone, you always had to like be quick to talk shit and like mm-hmm. be quick on your. I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm I am. I feel feet. like I'm. I feel like I'm quick on my feet. I just feel like you always had to be. You know what? I had Kaylee watch last week for the first time. She'd never seen it. Super bad. She never seen Super bad. I didn't even know if she liked it that much. Really? I didn't care. It was my birthday. So we were watching. I think she thought it was okay, but that's like not really her humor style. Well, okay. I already know you know one answer, but I just listened to a trivia game today, which I know you know, but who are the two cops in Superbad? Bill Hader? Is that who it is? Yeah, and Seth Rogen? Right. Yep. Yeah. They didn't fucking get it. And I was just like, God damn it. I'm like, why am I not on this fucking trivia team? Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's oh yeah! Put this on the pavement, boys. It's it's so it's it's a it's a it's a classic. Emma Emma Stone's in that fucking movie, dude. That is like it's so Jonah Hill, dude. Watching it again last week, Jonah Hill is so young, so young. Emma Stone is a child. Yes, yes. Oh my god! Kaylee and I just watched you people a couple weeks ago. Jonah Hill is now like on my top five because of you people. Him and like the pink Hawaiian shirt oh, with dude. the slick black like bleach hair. Jesus. Oh yeah, dude. Oh. I still haven't seen it. Yeah, it's, it's great. great. It's it, I, it, it, it's a movie. It wasn't great. Watched. It was good. It was a good. It was a good movie. I thought it was a good movie. It was a good movie. You should watch it. That movie came out I think in two thousand six. You're recalling a year now. And yeah, hmm. and two thousand eight is when I was in eighth grade because my school years went right. first grade, oh one, second grade, oh two, um, and. Eighth grade year, we went to Washington D.C., and that was the movie that like some people, sm- the DVD, some people like smuggled in their bag, 
and I had never seen a movie like that before where you got to go into everyone, like 20 guys in a hotel room all watching Superbad together mm-hmm. because that was like, as an eighth grader, you couldn't do that. Yeah, on the hotel room. Yeah, dude, it was like, that was a thing that we did for Washington, D.C. What is a favorite accent that you like to do and what's your favorite accent to listen to? Australian is my favorite to listen to all the time. Can you do an Australian accent for me right now? <laughs> think about like what Play. I would even say. So like, for the Formula One driver Daniel Ricardo, like I think of him, he's like, "All right, then." <laughs> like it's like it's like a really long, like a they give. It's I don't even know how I would think. I couldn't do it, but I could listen to that one all day. I love I love the Australian accent. If I'm drunk, I love a Scottish accent to do to listen to. They're the fucking best. I don't know. I feel like I don't do accents. Well. You and Derek both sometimes inflect your statements like questions, which makes me think you're... I, so that was, like a, that was like a troll that ended up not working well for me. Because... You started doing it? I did it to like spite Derek and then I started doing it. And I was like, fuck. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like, live your, like, you know, die a hero. Live your, <laughs> up and come Y'all were telling that weekend. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, so what are you doing? Like, are, are, are you okay then? Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. it was something that only Derek did, and I was like, "Fuck, Joe does it too." Right, dude, it's always living with a man. Like you would just get there and like, "Are you all right? All right then." Like, can I help you? Like the U.S. I, I I feel like it is very like British, Irish, Scottish. Scottish. <laughs> I wish you guys could hear what my tour guide sounded like in mm-hmm. Scotland because after like five hours of drinking with a guy, like it was just like slurred scotsman and it, it it was it was fucking excellent Fuck. it, was, it was it's a great accent to hear when you're drunk it just makes you happy how do you like your job on a scale of one to ten right now ten i love my job oh good yeah i feel very good where i'm at I feel very confident nice. in my decision making to come back i feel very valued at the company i'm at right now yeah like people come to me with like legitimate questions and they when i give them answers people listen now I feel like, which I like, and I was yearning for that sort of like reliability, you know, like where someone wants a question or someone like, if I think I have an idea, I'm not the smartest person in any room, but I like to think if I have an idea, it's you know, not like a, generally a bad one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I, I feel like I can spot inefficiencies places and I think I have a good view of, or a good understanding of like how a place should run to be efficient. So now I feel like I'm in a position where when I say those things, People are very much like, oh, okay, great. Like, we'll take that into consideration and they <coughs> are valuing what I'm saying. Bless you. It's so hard to even explain. <laughs> yeah. It's just better. I'm very happy relative to where I was a year ago to this very day. Um, before we close out this round, random fact, did you know that sign language has an accent? No shit. That's so interesting. Yeah. That's fascinating. We've closed out the This is 29 round and we are moving into future Joe Poppycock. Round. It's rad. Number one of seven. What is one thing you are determined to do this year? Save money. Okay. Save motherfucking money, man. <laughs> what motto are you hoping to keep and still live by when you're 39? Live where your feet are. Live where your feet are. Live where your feet are. I don't know, but you know, like remember to sit and think and really enjoy the moment. 
I've done that for the last couple of years. I think it's been very beneficial for me. Do you have any goals to complete by the age of 50? 50? Bro, I got so much shit I'm about to do. <laughs> 50, dude. Dude, fuck. Now, what's the first thing I say? Some people live with my feet out, that's for sure. Well, that's, I mean, we're gonna be, we'll come back to that 39, so hopefully. <laughs> yeah, bro. Hopefully I am. That's so big. I mean, shit, like, I don't know. I mean, I'm putting, Travel. I'm putting, I'm putting too much weight on it. Yeah. I want to I see... Fuck, yeah, don't dude. put weight on it. By the time I'm 50, fuck, I hope I've seen a lot of countries. I hope I've seen a lot of Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope I have a family. I hope I have a house. I hope I still have a job. <laughs> uh, fuck, dude. There's, I feel like there's a lot of things I want to do. All right, Joe. <laughs> what object do Joe you have <laughs> that you hope that you have your whole life? Object? It's a good question. I need to say three answers. All right, let's hear them. You can have three. Uh, personal, to me, is my PC I built. Wait, your what? My PC, like my computer. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was the first piece of technology I've ever, like, truly built. Yes. In, like, 20 years, I'm going to blow the dust off my computer, fire it up for, like, kids or whatever, and then be like, hey, this is what I usually game on, like, yeah, when I was playing. I built this. Like, this is lit. Yeah, like, and I built this, like, with my brother and my cousin. Like, we built it one day in an apartment yeah. I had. Right now, I want to keep the watch that Kaylee gave me for Christmas. Mm-hmm. I love it. I wear it every time I travel. And there's like a box, like a wooden box I have in my room that my dad gave me when I was a kid mm-hmm. that I keep just shit in. <laughs> just yeah. random stuff that I have. Uh, I would keep that box. Three most questions that are official. You're having your first child. Congratulations. Do you want to be a boy or a girl? Healthy, obviously. Healthy. Yeah, well, my child would be healthy. But um, have a preference? I feel like my natural inclination is to say a boy. I want a boy. I want. Yeah, you want a piece of shit. Joe Junior Junior. No, I I think I'd like a son. Cause I don't know. I feel like you could. I think I'm gonna bond well with. I think I'm gonna bond well with whatever gender my child is. I don't really care. But there's something to me that has been enticing about like baseball and sports and growing up but that to me is like the epitome of being a dad. Uh, and also it scares me to have a girl because of like, you know, America. But right. That's yeah. Not in the fact that she's a girl. Like I, I would love to have a girl, but you know, like America. So I would love to have a girl in general. Like if, she wouldn't touch the ground for years. Carry her everywhere. If you listen to this interview next year, what do you think 30-year-old Joe will think of 29-year-old Joe? To be happy for him. That's so sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think he'll be happy for me. I am happy for me. So So you won't be judgy like Billie Eilish? Maybe in five years. I don't know. I think 29-year-old Joe would be judgy of 25-year-old Joe. Yeah. Like, going back, I would do it, but I think... I know a lot more than I did then, which I, this is one of those classic lines I'm going to look back on and be like, you didn't know shit. <laughs> you were just it a 29-year-old so dumbass. It's hard to like get on top of that. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like I, I've learned so much about me in the last five years that I feel a lot more confident about who I am as a person mm-hmm. and like what my beliefs are and where I stand on things and how I prioritize my friendships and my family and all things I'm working on all the time to get better at. So I feel like I need, you know, you feel like you need to. But I think I have a very level look at where things are 
relative to where I was years ago. So I'd like to think that in a year from now, I'll still be like, you had a good perception of, of what things were for that year. So I don't know. I hope, I hope it's not like you were an idiot. <laughs> but no, yeah, the 35, when I look back on this at 35, I might be like, you were a dumbass. But, no. <laughs> uh, do you want to do this again next year? Fuck yeah. All right. I'm in. Cool. I'm down. 30, the dirty 30. The dirty 30. Cheers. Thank you for this. This was an honor. Cheers to 29 and 30-year-old Joe. Damn right. Hopefully he knows what he's fucking doing. <laughs>